Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Nick. I'm Willie. I'm Gojo. Oh, sorry. I jumped the gun. <laughs> forget that. Forget that. Well, well with you us today, we have two friends of the podcast. Gojo, who's already introduced himself. I'm Gojo. <laughs> I'm Rick. And uh, today we're doing a special bonus episode because we didn't really get a normal episode out this week, but it's going to be on Resident Evil Retribution. Breaking emergency podcast. Yes. Uh... And this is written and directed by Paul W.S. Anderson, starring Mia Jovovich, a bunch of other people, and who cares? If um, anything can star Mia Jovovich. So, because we have five <laughs> people... Does anything really star <laughs> Star is a strong word. Because we have five people, we're going to try and keep it down, keep the crosstalk down as much as we possibly can, but... Uh, it's already failing, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> At the beginning, the Jovovich vehicle is appropriate. (laughs) She does drive a lot of vehicles in this movie. But the only reason these movies exist is just to glorify her. Um, We're going to start out with a quick minute from each person around the table, and then it's just going to devolve into horribleness. But most like the movie, it can't be any more plotless than just. (laughs) I I will say that this is a spoiler-filled episode. So if for some reason you care about Resident Evil plot, you're not spoiling anything for yourself because not much really happens. There's no plot to spoil. There's no No. money shots to spoil Mm -hmm. because they're all horrible. So don't even worry about it. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's let's start off here, Nick. Let's give us your minute. All right. Well, I will take full responsibility for this. <laughs> it was my idea to go see it because a couple of us went and saw the fourth one in the theater, but that one was actually super entertaining to see. You wanted to put me through this. That's what you want. You wanted to see me squirm the whole time. It's my ultimate plan. I mean, I get it. <laughs> we were actually twins, separated at birth, and I'm the evil one, and <laughs> it's I'm, my I'm, ultimate vengeance. I'm the somewhat nicer one. Um. <laughs> No, I mean the fourth. The fourth one was like was actually pretty funny, and like we had a good time seeing the theater and laughing at it. And this one was just really, really just a total sticker, and all everything was bad. There wasn't <laughs> anything that was good except the opening sequence, which I guess I'll talk about later. But um, I mean the acting is horrible. The writing was just literally it would the the movie would visually. Sh- like do exposition and then an actor would immediately say a line that was exactly what you were just showed like it was like show and tell like all right just bad anyway all right tag you're in (laughs) yeah one minute is a go um okay let me preface this by saying that i have an extreme bias towards these movies because i i'm kind of a resident evil junkie as far as the games go so i'm not nuts about them to begin with because i don't like the adaptations but that being said going into this with the mindset of just what is it as a movie it's actually worse probably it's it's really really bad i mean it's there's there's literally it's completely nonsensical <laughs> and i mean i know this is a fantasy kind of film a sci-fi fantasy film but it's still nothing not even physics makes sense in this world no. like <laughs> like nothing makes sense they're doing backflips like the whole thing is she doesn't have powers in this movie but somehow she's still doing the exact same oh. thing she was doing when she, I don't know. It's it's really bad. <laughs> Everything Nick said is true. If anything, use this podcast as a warning. Like, spread this, like the T virus. My name is Willie. All right, Gojo, your minute is go. Okay, so I guess I'll be the one with the relatively positive things to say about this movie. <laughs> if you go in. Expecting to be insulted as a human being and as an intelligent movie connoisseur. You go in um, expecting to have just your basic knowledge of reality uh, laughed at 
Um, if you go in expecting to just have your, your wallet just violated in a dark alley, then you might enjoy a few moments of this film. Uh, if you are lucky enough to have like an empty theater and a bunch of friends, and you can just sit there and laugh out loud. Alcohol about might help, yes, too. Uh, yeah. Go in drunk, um, <laughs> make rude comments about the film, uh, and you can have... A, a bad time. Uh, not, it, it, it won't be an awful time. You won't hate life when you leave. You might just. It might just be a little bit miserable. Like stubbing your toe. Yes, like right. stubbing your toe. You can laugh about it the next day. Um, like we're gonna laugh. No, no, we won't. No, we won't laugh about this. No. All right, Rick. Your minute is ago. All right. I don't even have a minute's worth of stuff to say about it <laughs> because it was so mediocre. And the funny thing mediocre. Me, that was that's pos- very positive phrase. <laughs> well, actually, it was less Easy. than mediocre. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing for me is, I went in with really low expectations, especially after seeing the fourth one. And Which was a great time. My expectations were just completely blown away with how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> like worse than you expected. Yeah. It like, did not meet your low expectations. It surpassed them so far. <laughs> um, nothing made sense. The story just... There were holes everywhere. I, I don't yeah. even think they really put consideration into a story. No. I think it was just... I don't know. Boom, boom, boom. Alice is awesome. That was the movie. It was like a video game and each, each place was a different level. That's insulting video games. Mini bosses. That's Pretty much. Yeah. Big boss. Big boss fight. Alright. Um, the best part about this movie was nothing. <laughs> it and ended. I'm utterly disappointed that I put ten dollars and fifty cents toward the box. I love how you glared at Nick as you as you said that. was completely subconscious. But the um, I paid twelve fifty. Right? Yeah, well, I had my student ID, but and I didn't pay to park. Let me let me let me just say we did see this in three D. Drove through the gate. <laughs> was um, house mode. Which was, which even if you love these movies, doesn't benefit this movie at all. No, it really doesn't. And I just I. There are no words to describe how horrible this movie is. There's the acting is utterly terrible. The movie gets too loud at points that don't matter, and it's just stupid. It's like a giant retarded show. Yeah, for <laughs> the most tantrum. part, I just it's it's Paul W. S. Anderson for some reason taking the money that I don't know how he earned from the rest of the movies, and no, he doesn't even take that money to make this movie because I it looks. As fake as it could possibly look, and that's just. He's got that Mortal Kombat money. He's got that soldier money. Which we need to watch, by the way. I'm gonna give us another 35 minutes here to talk about whatever. Let me start it off here by saying um, I love the part in the movie where Paul W. S. Anderson clearly was writing when his friend was playing Nazi zombies on the Xbox. <laughs> that was really good, it was really informative. It really, like, did a great job removing people from the equations so that people would fit into the car that Mia Jovovich drove onto the scene. Uh, <laughs> Randomly? Just, just minutes later. And, and well, LED lit. it was probably more like 20 minutes later. But stripper mobile? I just, I, yeah, I don't understand why there were Nazi zombies. I can get why there would be zombies. I don't know why they were Nazis. And of course I, it was in the Moscow setting. Which... I do think they were KGB zombies. Uh, because they had, weird, the, they had the poofy hats. Wait, wait, wait. Um, I just realized that I didn't give a, a synopsis for the film. Oh, there is... So, how do let you... Me, let me go back here. 
The Umbrella Corporation's deadly T-virus continues to ravage the Earth, transforming the global population into legions of flesh-eating undead. The human race's last and only hope, Alice, after f four movies of hearing the same thing, awakens in the heart of Umbrella's most clandestine operations facility and unveils more of her mysterious past as she delves further into the complex. There was no nope. past unveiled at all. There really wasn't. No. And there was no delving no. further into the complex. They were trying to get out the whole time. But anyway, I... No. 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 No, no that didn't happen. And nothing. We should take like 30 seconds to talk about terrible things that are better than this movie. That's no, uh, let's, death. Like stubbing your toe. Let's let's um, let's talk for a second about death okay. The family. Let's let's, let's break this bad boy down. Oh. The opening sequence is on a boat, which is the end of the last movie. Okay, so we pick it up right where the last one ended. <laughs> All right. Just just talk about the opening sequence real quick. Anything good? Everything horrible? What what? I think the opening sequence was cool though because like the first shot, the whole backwards thing I thought was a cool like. I think Paul W.S. Anderson's, like, intros to these movies are, like, cool ideas he had for a music video once that he wanted to put into a movie. Because, like, they're very <laughs> visually interesting. Like, the opening sequence for the fourth one was that really, like... This one kind of brought a lot of... It was the rainy like, Tokyo really thing. high-speed, yeah, really dense rain in Tokyo with all the umbrellas and, like, all the neon lights. And I remember and they thinking, recycled that a little bit. I remember much. thinking it was really cool. Yeah, they totally did. And it, and it, like, followed, like, that one girl, and then the, and you saw it spreading, and then it probably turned into, like, an umbrella logo of the city or something. <laughs> Every yeah, turns into an umbrella logo. It was cool yeah. for, like, for, like, a minute. At the, I remember thinking at the beginning of the fourth round, I'm like, that was kind of a, a neat intro. And this one, I thought the same thing, because it's a shot of her underwater, which is really cool, like, watching it back up, and watching everything kind of reverse, I was like, this is kind of neat. And it went and on. And then it played it again forwards anyway. <laughs> see, <laughs> and no, I was like, see, the worst thing about the op the, the the opening was was cool, uh, but the whole time I was the song watching was cool it, cool too. It seemed like yeah, a cool opening yeah. cinematic to a video game. There yeah. were some cool the, the whole soundtrack time, moments in this movie. Yeah, yeah. the whole time I was watching it. I mean, it was cool, but I was I was watching it. I was dreading it because I knew it was leading in to the movie, and I didn't want to watch the movie. So I, that <laughs> right. kind of spoiled the. So experience you were kind of like your heart started beating faster as like, you got hey, closer. Hey, if this wasn't. If I didn't know Resident Evil was coming after this, then I, this might, I might enjoy this. Right. Yeah, like, it would have been... It, it seemed like a, an opening cinematic or something. Like, yeah. Like, so the, sound, the soundtrack, I, I, will, I will gladly illegally download and listen to once. Yeah, it's got some cool moments in it. Not, not everything is awesome about it, but... No, but the, the opening song was actually pretty cool, but it, 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 the opening sequence was neat, and then it just is straight down a slippery, shit-covered hill. <laughs> would, you, would you guys agree, though, that, like, setting up a movie that has... An action scene played backwards in slow-mo. Then, ten minutes of exposition explaining everything that happened in the previous four movies to like you. embarrassing then, exposition. Embarrassing. Then playing it forward again, and then cutting into some sort of weird alternate reality that has no actual bearing on the plot of the movie for another ten minutes. By the time you actually get to this, what, like, what you can call a plot, like, when you get to the main character, you just don't, like... You're it's been done. Like 25 no, minutes the best exhausted. the best part is that when that moment comes, she's in a torture chamber and is experiencing the same thing you just experienced. Yes, yeah, that's excruciating true. pain, like really that's loud true. noises and like this hearing the same lines over and over again. Like Jill repeats the same lines. Yeah, like, it's really times. weird. Jeez, it's maybe just like Paul was really. He was just being thing. so like meta with the fact that he was like scumbag Paul Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> he was just making you. Like, experience her experience the movie that you were watching 
I can't give him that much credit. No, um, no, that takes I way too much. I just wrote my film thesis um, for film. Well that. done. <laughs> it's it's like getting ready to run a marathon, but you have to run a marathon to get there. Like you run a marathon and then you get <laughs> right. to the starting line. And they're like, okay, go, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> Can I just do this? Because like by the time you get to that to where the plot actually starts, it's like 25 minutes. In. It is. Like if you took. And the plot, like I said, the basic core of the nugget of the nucleus of the seed of the idea <laughs> is buried in, beneath something kind of cool. And, like, this whole underground, underwater complex, which is totally stolen from G.I. Joe. Oh, uh, yeah. Which did it much better. Is there anything which, not stolen in this movie? Which has a space fight By the way, water. everything. Um, everything was lifted. Everything. But the, the idea that there's this big secret facility which can contain all these different environments, it's like the perfect... Zombie movie experience. It's the perfect setup for all of your set pieces to be radically different. To be which is, really different and really cool, potentially. Yeah. And then sending a team in on one end, and then sending having someone trying to escape, and then meet in the middle is neat. You take out Miliovich, you drop in Guy Pierce. You take out <laughs> the goof, you take out the goofballs that were the the team in this one, except for Kevin Durant. Keep yeah, him. you leave Kevin Durant. <laughs> You just have seven Kevin Durants. <laughs> yes. Why didn't they clone Kevin Durant? Snow White and the they clone everyone else. <laughs> I have you this. Like a cool, like a cool team of like like the A team or something like that. Like a cool team of mercenaries with like actual character and like good banter. And you take a, a whoop ass dude like Guy Pierce, like Lockout, yeah. and make that into a movie. It would actually be really sweet. I would totally see it. If you it's if you delete everything like, yeah, involved yeah. In, in Resident Evil whatsoever and use that very, very small basic idea for a plot, it could be a cool movie. Which is why it's a, it's, it's a shame. It's, it's kind of an intriguing Squandered idea. potential. Oh, yeah. Um, real quick, I, I was just going on about my love about Kevin Durand. I mean, not that he's given much to do in this movie, but yeah. I kind of like Kevin Durand. He gets to wear a beard. He's he does, and he gets to smoke a cigar and make cheesy lines yeah. sound come awesome. back from the dead once but or twice. He does yeah. do that. Um, and he has this. And he, he has, has this. this. But here's here two things I want to say real quick in regards to Kevin Durant. I'm going to segue into something else here. Probably. One, they had the one time opportunity to crack Barry jokes in this movie and relate to the fans of the games. Although to be fair, probably all the fans of the that. games have given up on this by now. Yeah. But but they there was no Jill Sandwich. There was no Master of Unlocking. There was no I have this. There was no What is this? Like they could have done so much with that. Anyway, whatever. That being said, out of all the horrible actors in this movie, Kevin Durant not being one, who is the worst? Like Sienna Guillory. Sienna Guillory? Right out of my mind. Like that's she was utterly horrible. And it's not even that you can say that she was like portraying a robotically controlled person. Mm-mm. She wasn't playing it as like being a machine. She was playing it as like I suck at having it. a stroke or something. I don't understand exactly. <laughs> it was like, like even even uh, Leon and Ada, who were um, I I would say they were terrible actors, but I can't actually confirm that they acted in this movie. They stood <laughs> and they said words and they looked at people. That was that was the extent of it. Uh, but yeah, Sienna Giller was was not exactly fabulous. It was um, like a two year old trying so hard to be the bad guy. That was what it was like. She was. Just overemphasized everything. She was she <laughs> apprehend Alice. It was stuff like that. It was she was wavering between like being a robot and kind of playing pretend. Being a butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. strange. It was it, really strange. It was it was odd. But I mean, I gave her points for having emotion, which was more than. I mean, it was terrible emotion. It was unbelievable, but it was emotion. 
in a shell form, which is more than ninety percent of the cast has. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think that the Johan Erb or whatever the guy who plays Leon, really bad. Wow. Uh, May as well. Bing Bong a tree. Lee or yeah. Bing Bing Lee or whatever the girl's name is. Bing Bing Lee. Yes. Bing? She is. That's a name. Really bad. <laughs> wait, wait, um, wait. The girl, the little girl, her last name is Engineer. Oh, that was Engineer. Okay, she was good. I want to marry. I thought she was. The little girl was fine. She, the the little, little girl was one of the better actors in the movie. The little girl acts yeah. acted circles around the entire cast. She actually deaf. Michelle know. Rodriguez, fine. She plays typical she, Michelle she was, Rodriguez. She was Michelle Rodriguez. Tough guy, Michelle Rodriguez. I mean, I mean, it's pretty bad when Mila Jovovich is like one of the better actors out of the bunch. I think that might be the ultimate aim in the casting department. It's yeah. like yeah. let us let's not show up. Miliovich, We're going to find people that are much worse. This is her franchise. Yeah. After Maybe all. that's what it is. Speaking of, of cast, real quick. Um, they they have more characters from the video games in this movie than I think they've done in the previous movies. Yeah. I, mean, I, yeah. Didn't count, I didn't head count or anything. Um, but I, I thought it was funny because I think that part of what Anderson's trying to do as, as a way to service the fanboys and as a way to like bring them all into the next one I think he's trying to say sorry almost because you know he's got all these. They all have the same costumes from the games, yeah. And they all look straight out of the video games. And there's that shot of them at the end, all the iconic video game characters in their costumes standing up to each other, like like up next to each other. And it's just it's like, dude, it's too little, too late at this point. We don't care. You cannot climb yourself out of this hole. And 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 the only characters that are left alive in the franchise at this point are like the video game bunch. uh, yeah, like Jill, Ada, Leon. Wesker, Jill, Leon. We Chris, don't know what happened to Chris uh, and Claire. Claire yeah. They well, weren't even in the movie. That happens a lot in these movies too. Like Jill disappeared it's, in one of them. It's, all... it's like, oh, uh, we don't want to appear for the next one, but they'll probably talk us into it later, so we'll just leave that door open. Right. Like I guarantee you'll see Wentworth Miller and Allie Larder in the next one. Guarantee it. And they can easily just go, oh yeah, they're at the White House too. Yeah, <laughs> with President Wesker. They, Didn't they we were, tell you guys? They were President sleeping. Wesker. Oh yeah, can we talk about God. that for a second? As soon as they walked into the White House, I was like, "President Wesker, are you kidding me?" Like, I love Wesker in the games, but man, is he like really obnoxious in these in this he, movie? Is it just me, or did he look a little um, out of shape with the spandex pants? His pants yeah. are just. More than you can handle. He's weirdly proportionate. He is an odd shape. I mean, I don't. Yes, yes, President West. Kind of tiny too, doesn't he? Like, like a small in stature. Yeah, he's supposed to be so tall. He he looks like like tall and lean, not like not like weird and short and stocky. Like, I don't want to. I don't know on physical appearance, but it's like UFC Westman. Yeah. It's like Tom Hardy and Warrior Wesker. He was more like a lumberjack and that. Very strange. I mean, yeah. that's that's nitpicking at this point. Oh, yeah. His no, body that was type. Oh, he's like cater-tossing for them. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about nitpicking, she pulls a gun out of a Japanese policeman's car. Japanese policemen don't have guns. Yeah, there's yeah. that. The, pulls, pulls a, no. She pulls a giant, like, industrial-sized chain with a with like a, <laughs> a with like plate. a fourteen hundred style padlock <laughs> on the end of it on a, a little girl's bike. Yeah, it was like it's like one of those cartoon chains you see on yeah pirate ships uh, that that you unlock with one of those old old school metal keys with the two prongs. Uh, it was <laughs> oh it was God. one of those. It was a video game lock that she just pulls out and then she bashes the window in. It pulls it out of this little girl's bicycle. Yeah, and she does that with no superhuman strength at no, all because no. she doesn't I, have Which powers. is really weird. Does anybody have like a like a, a 
either like really really aggravating nonsensical moment or a very very hilariously bad nonsensical moment. I think hilariously bad was the fact that the zombies could survive underwater. Yes. Yeah, that they were uh, just swimming around yes. underwater at the bottom of the ocean. All the Nazi zombies, freezing water. And I have like weird... 150 of them too, like an Olympic yeah. swimming team of zombies. Yeah. <laughs> They're doing synchronized swimming down Fighting there. Fighting their way up. Yeah. I have a weird thing about about underwater stuff. I know you do too, Nick. Oh and that shot was actually a little creepy. It was pretty when there were a bunch of them like grabbing yeah. at her. Again, that freaked me out because again, if it was in a different no, movie, it was just the the, the being yeah. underwater. part. If it was yeah. in a different movie, that would have been like oh, pretty cool. Yeah, but no, at this point, it was just oh. So it's safe so. to say that this is like this, this this franchise is like a dumping ground for ideas that once were awesome. It's it's like, <laughs> like they, yeah. It's not even it's not even that they once were awesome. It's just that they've probably been done better in other places. in other things, like or they will still be done better in other like. Honestly, if we wanted to make a movie and ape half of this movie without any of the characters or plot, quote, we'd quote, probably yeah. make a pretty awesome movie. Like, with what yeah, Nick was yeah. saying. Yeah, the but... skeleton of this movie, if viewed outside of its own universe, if you just, if you took what the intended plot was, because I'm being very generous saying that there's a plot, you could, I mean, you could make, you could make a really good survival film with, if you had talent involved in this picture. I, one of, one of the things for me is that, oh, wait, here's Nick's, some thoughts from Nick. Yeah. Oh, that was, okay. That I don't was... know how it was going to be. Uh, probably, but um, <laughs> I just this movie feels so completely <laughs> synthetic, and I don't. It it not doesn't in a cool, not, a not in a cool way. It's not like super stylistic to the point where it's like a Baz Luhrmann movie or something. It's like not that. like Sucker Punch. Yeah, it's not Sucker Punch. It's not entertaining Baz to look Lerman. at. I don't know, <laughs> but a post Haywire world, people. <laughs> This choreography will not stand in a post-Haywire world. The character Baz Luhrmann in a post-Haywire world. Yes, yes. But, uh, yeah, Resident Evil directed by Baz Luhrmann. But anyway. That would be better. (laughs) Of course it would be Resident Evil directed by a five-year-old girl would be better. I think the only thing, the only hit that this film franchise could take as far as, like, trading directors would be Uwe Boll. But at least he'd make them really stupidly funny. Dude, no, I gotta say, Far Cry was so much fun to watch. It's terrible, but it was so entertaining. He knows what he's making. He knows he's making pure crap. And just but like, he, like, revels in it. Yeah, yeah, he makes it at least funny and entertaining. This movie really took itself super seriously. I think Whereas the, f- the fourth one had some moments of... It was so silly. Like, the Air Jordan thing you mentioned. Oh, it's ridiculous. It was so funny. And everybody sitting in the theater just laughing. I'm like, this is great. Because he almost had fun with it more than, like... The problem with these movies... One, well, there's plenty of problems, but... <laughs> the one, problem. The one of the big ones is that, like... Because the stuff he's doing in the movies and, like, the defying gravity and physics and, like, impossible car flips, impossible running up walls, if he was having more fun with it and just going, yeah, this is a ridiculous movie, it's just supposed to be fun action romp, it might be entertaining. But he takes the storyline so deadly serious, Mm -hmm. he has, none of these characters have fun. There's not a single joke, barely, in this entire movie. Like, not a funny one. Apart from the movie itself, yeah. yeah. The not jokes a funny that they one. They want fall so flat, and and that's like, you're like when you're building, <laughs> when you're hey. building a uh, so a universe that's kind of based in reality, as this tries to be, claims yeah. to be, like, you can't do things like you. You have to explain to me why a corporation that can clone anyone and mass produce clones of anyone 
would have any reason to be selling some sort of bio-organic weapon in the first place. Like, yeah. it doesn't even make... Like, the basic plot doesn't make sense. Like, why are they still cloning people? Why What's are they the waging purpose? war yeah. on the entire world? There's like Who's eight... gonna buy anything if you kill them all? I don't even get what is going on. With the... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, I mean, that... Uh, to tell you the truth, that's kind of... Uh, that's That might be the most... Um, translated thing from the video game. Yeah, because but it's, yeah, the, yeah. The motivations of Umbrella are never clear, and I guess in the movies it seems very clear that they're just trying to kill everybody for no reason. Yeah, but because at least in, evil, at least in the games people. they go on to explain a little bit about why the company started to begin with. Yeah, and 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 you as the games go further, you know, you learn more and more about why Wesker became Wesker yeah. and what the real plot like. I would I would totally accept if, if Anderson somehow fit in there. They're like, the whole goal of Umbrella was to make some money so they could continue research to build a master race, like to build the ultimate, the ultimate biological perfection. If only they could have put a, like fit that in in the five minute exposition at the beginning of the movie that recapped all of the. It was like a a previous law and previously on of a Buffy episode that was like, oh, you remember these storylines that you kind of forgot from three seasons ago? Well, they're gonna kind of come back here. Yeah, like like showing off those cast members, like showing off Michelle Rodriguez yeah. in the in the little previously on thing, showing the 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 black guy that gets diced by yeah. lasers in the first one. I mean, obviously, they were just that was just done so you can be like, "Hey, remember these movies that we made?" Like, you know, two thousand two, right? Well, these people still exist because yeah. we cloned them, and then they don't do anything with any of those characters. No, no, I think part of the reason for well, for the the explanation of of the whole franchise so far is because the story was so paper thin in the actual movies. They need to make sure that you caught it when you watched it the yeah, first time. Yeah, like they have to highlight like, the things that will be pertinent for the rest yeah. of the series. It's like, here's what you want to know for this movie that you actually book. didn't get from when we actually made the movie before. <laughs> here's uh, what you didn't get from the movies. Yeah, here's what here's what we try, we supposedly tried to put in the movies, but it just didn't work. So I'm going to have Mila Jovovich read it to you. I seriously <laughs> thought this movie was going to end when, uh, when she goes and finds Newt. Um, and she finds the Miljovovich factory with all the clones. I was like, she's gonna take her memories and put them in a million Miljoviches, and a whole army of them is gonna bust out, and they're gonna be like, we're taking on Umbrella. And that would that they did that at the end of the third sense. one, dude. Dude, they did that exact like, same thing. Right. I haven't seen oh, the third yeah. one, but you know what? Remember, remember the beginning of of the last one where there's like three or four Miljoviches running around like dicing people up, and then they all blow up in a building. Except for the real Miljovovich, well, you know, course, coincidentally. Yeah, yeah they, were, uh, they already did that. I mean, I wouldn't okay. be shocked if they did it again. I was of course, say, you probably well, just ruined the plot of the sixth one, which is like... They're going to go like, back to the facility they just blew up. They just yeah. blew up and flooded. Somehow, and time somehow the clone room got uh, avoided all of the sinking that happened, and they'll, they're just going to repopulate gonna Earth with it, repopulate yeah. the Earth with a bunch of Miljoviches. Yeah. The next movie is the master probably race. just going to be like... The greatest hits of Resident Evil, like character-wise, like a bunch of random <laughs> cobbled together characters from the game, so he can be like, "See, look what I did, guys! This is my master plan He's to make you all so happy." Characters. You know, and then how happy would you be if Leon like turned to Ada right after a fight and was like, "You were almost an Ada sandwich." I wouldn't be. Barry should have said it. <laughs> that like oh. the uh, the possible uh, little little 
little tension between Ada and Leon at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah really, so that's, that's character building, right? That With was a capital C oh. and a capital B in the final. That was another movie. pandering to the audience thing because in the games, you know, they have their little like. Like Tristan. I like you. Wait, no, I don't like you anymore. You know, no, I like you again. No, I don't like you know, like that cat yeah. and mouse crap that was they like, do. That was that was like him trying to shoehorn that in there. And yeah, it, was it was like, like it was like it, it was his attempt to tell any any people who played the games who are still watching the movie for whatever reason. Hey, I remember where this came from. Right. Wink, wink. I like I like to. Um, Leon, who's not... I mean, none of... The, the games aren't exactly huge, like, uh, incredible storytelling. I just find the storylines to be entertaining enough. I realize yeah. that they're a mess. It's most a of stereotypical time. sense of Japanese video game right, storytelling. Right, right. And I like the characters, you know? Like, I mean, they're not all that developed for the most part. Like, but Leon's one, like, discernible character trait in the games is that he has a weak spot for women. In every game yeah. that he stars in, he's, like, either trying to protect a woman or, like run after one that got away. Usually it's Ada, whatever. But I like telling this one, the one character trait that they have from the game, he, like, completely, like, denies when she's like, hey, we need to go save the little girl, and he's like, that's a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, that's Leon. That's the Leon we all know and love. You know? I thought that was hilarious. Alright, I, I need to... We're gonna get into the brass tacks of the science of this movie. How about that part when um, the executioner's in the street, the one buries his huge axe into a uh, tank of gasoline, and then creates a bunch of sparks with it on the top of a cab, and it doesn't engulf in flames. And yet, and yet the bullets shooting, the bullets from, what's her name? Uh, from Alice. Alice in Wonderland shoots the, shoots the cab, and as we all know, bullets... They shoot the cab that's like... Maybe eight feet in eight front. Eight feet of in them. front of them. The gas tank is facing them. Yeah. Facing, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. The bulk of the gas is going to fly towards them <laughs> when they burst open the but gas tank. It said tank. it propels the cab. It, like it, it fires the cab <laughs> yeah. backwards. The flames just <laughs> stay in their spot and then it just basically engulfs the entire Not to city. mention that they're also like at least 15 feet away from where the gasoline was pouring out of the vehicle. Oh, Everything yeah. she shoots the, the, the oil tanker I mean, itself, the, you know, one, if one had a basic uh, understanding of, of, of movie science, I mean, just, you know, movie, this maybe it wouldn't happen in real life, but, you know, the flames go back to the oil tanker. One would think that would also blow up. No. That couldn't no. happen because they were too far away from it, but yet somehow all the gasoline was flooding in. Yeah. Anyway, another point of awesome science. <laughs> Nothing cool that... happens unless Emiliovich is doing it. That's that's the <laughs> rule of these movies. If, if there's movie something, she has to if there's something cool happening, it's her doing it. And anytime somebody else gets a chance to do something cool, she's like, "Nah, I'll one up you. It's cool. Like, like I got this." It's really Without annoying. Powers. It's really annoying. Without powers. So the, the 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 best example of that ever though is in the second one when she drives the motorcycle through the stained glass window in the church and it mm. defies gravity and shoots straight up with a creature <laughs> with, a, with like a two hundred pound creature attached to it, and then it gets shot in midair. Oh my god! So that okay. is nauseatingly bad. The one other point of of scientific glory that I wanted to talk about was at the beginning of the movie they set this bomb up right at the entrance, oh, yes. which is. Not particularly far from the elevator. The escape they, elevator, yeah. yeah. And uh, the power goes out on the elevator when they're trying to come back up at near the end of the movie. And their plan is to wait for the bomb to explode so that the water that dives into the base will push the elevator up far enough for them to escape. That that was, yeah. I, I... And yet, this elevator chamber 
has four little elevators around it. None of which are in use. N- none of which are in use, and none of them also got pushed up. And you flipped the switch, Alex. Didn't you see? No, there was no. There was no. Switch it was the being. water power switch. Yeah, but like. <laughs> It was the Dutch engineer. Not to mention that the water would have just like flown not only below but also on top of that elevator platform. So there's no reason for that. And the best part was when your brain was trying to suss out that's what was happening, they didn't show it. (laughs) Yeah. They showed water pouring in and then they were at the top and he turned off the switch. He's like, We're here. (laughs) What? It was complete like interpolation. And let's let's start at the beginning of that explosion. They they put I don't I didn't even see the explosive honestly I was there a bomb I didn't see it in the course of the film no it's they like, punched some buttons in front of these giant exhaust fans that were spinning at maybe half a mile an hour I don't know if that's how exhaust fans usually work but what, whatever what, fa- what purpose do the fans serve by the way uh, it's to, like turbines exhaust, for power of some sort okay but whatever. they 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 blow up these but fans they apparently have fuel in the lines to them for some reason yeah. which makes no sense yeah they blow up these fans it and it destroys the entire facility. I mean, we're except talking about... Except for the clone factory ex- for next, ex- next time. Except for the clone factory for next time and the elevator shaft that is 20 feet away. <laughs> it blows up everything. And we're talking about we're talking about a, a, a facility that's the size of a small town. It destroys it's the size it of, of It's the size Tokyo. of a large town. Tokyo and, and fucking oh, Russia. Tokyo yeah. and Moscow. Said, said three city blocks and... Direction yeah, that's a big Still. facility. It's it's a it's a giant. Well, the Mo- okay, and then another thing: the Moscow, the New York, and whatever facilities the they were. Yeah, no, the suburbia could have fit all three major cities inside of it. If you look at the three D model, it's this ginormous dome, and then you've got these little huts that represent the world's largest cities. <laughs> it, I, I, I mean, that's. I mean, I guess you could say that's nitpicking, but I mean, you could say that's nitpicking, or you could just say that's that rep- that is representative of the sophomoric nature. <laughs> you mad, Paul W. S. Anderson? All right, we've got about eight minutes left. Did you guys know that Alice knew sign language? Yeah, how about yeah. that? Yeah. When, yeah. when Alice all of a sudden all the language. It yeah. comes with the T virus. Yes. They, they, that actually never left her system. Like she spends yeah. the first all few zombies scenes, no sign language. Yeah. She spends the first few scenes after running into Deaf Newt, like not speaking to her in sign language. And then all of a sudden, one of these scenes, she just starts fluttering her hands about like it's some sort of sign language. Well, it's Alice. Alice can do everything. Yeah, but that, that was didn't, dumb. Didn't she lose her sign language powers in the at the end of the last movie? I don't. It doesn't matter. She she loses them and then gets them back every other movie. I feel like it is it is important at this point though for me to clarify real quick because I was talking about earlier how there's a cool plot idea and you pull out Miliovich and drop in Guy Pierce. Yeah. That's only because Lockout was awesome and Guy Pierce is awesome. Oh yeah. But it may sound somewhat like this is a purely misogynistic conversation and we just are like shitting on the idea of a a female action. No, not at all. But that is not the case. There have been good ones. (laughs) Yeah, like Scorning Weaver and everything. This yeah. is not one of them. No, I mean... I mean, I think it's important to, to know that, like, a, a woman can certainly carry an action movie. Just... Not this one. No. The first not scene, these ones. Not these ones. <laughs> the first scene of the woman in this action movie franchise was her telescoping nipples, like, out of, like, a, a in a shower. I know. It's like they totally weren't, like, even trying to go for it. Do you guys the, think Paul Anderson makes these movies just so he can, like... So he can put Miljovic in tiny napkin clothing. So, yeah, so he can like have footage of his wife when she's like in different countries. <laughs> yeah. So he can like have something to take care of himself too. I, 
Uh, no, because he doesn't need to. He's married to her. But, but maybe yeah. she's on set somewhere and he's not. Let he's me... like, you know what? I'm going to pop in Resident Evil 2. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pop in the B-roll, baby. Let me, let, me, let me just say that I it was fantastic seeing Mia Jovovich again in uh, two pieces of legal of paper. paper. <laughs> For like the fifth time in the series, probably. It was like, uh, it was like the wax paper at a butcher shop. Yeah. Like draped over. Like yeah. scotch taped on. It's the, it's the cheese right. paper. Just above the nipple. When, when you get like right above, <laughs> just yeah. If if that's his reasoning for it, though, I mean, if that is his reasoning for it, like it you don't have to ruin a, a potential franchise just so you can like have porno footage of your wife. Like, do that at home, please. It's, stop ruining things. It's Paul W. S. Anderson's sex tape with a budget with no sex. Right. <laughs> the the only other thing I want to say real quick is that in the third movie. They have, you know, every movie they have that intro, my name is Alice, here's what's happened yeah. in the last few movies. Well, she's talking about, they try to do that Mad Max with zombies type thing in the third movie. Yeah, Which sure. could have been awesome, another great concept that could have been sweet but didn't work out. But anyway, she goes on and tells you all about what happened. Because in the second movie, the world isn't over, it's not overrun. In the third movie it is, so they have to kind of explain how did that happen. Yeah. And she literally says, because of the T-virus, all the water on Earth dried up. Well, A, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. But I don't think it did. Because in the last two movies, it took place on a boat and, and underwater. <laughs> so I'm really wondering what too. happened to that plot thread. Like, like where did the water come back? I, I'm well, they took away her T-virus power, so the water came back. So she, like, expelled yeah. water? When <laughs> yeah, basically. I, mean, I think they probably strange. had a giant whiteboard in, like, the Resident Evil offices. And they had all these rules. And, Paul Anderson's and, garage. Yeah. And they had all these rules and everything laid out. And then, like, the janitor at night, like, they didn't write save on the board. So he just wiped them off them. and they're like, Shh. They saw half their ideas yeah, on there. Yeah, like, Let's just go with the, he's like, oh, we have a meeting, a production meeting. Shit. All right. Let's just write all the shit down. All right. Guy with axe runs at other guy with axe. <laughs> axe comes at camera. X flies at camera, 3D. Yeah. Bullet flies at camera, 3D. I want to see the script yeah. and see if like he wrote 3D in the Honestly, script. Honestly, I'm sure he wrote it. He did it like size 72 font. <laughs> yeah. With like with like underlined bold italics. Shat- with like boards. it's got like yeah. the shadow behind it, so it looks 3D. It's like 3D. Yeah. yeah. He invented text 3D just to write the script. Like yeah. the he, he 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 made the pages with 3D pop out books is what he did. <laughs> I bet I bet he's one of those writers too, where it's like his scripts are like overly enthusiastic for what they are. He's like, like, oh he's like, man, he's like the audience gasps as yeah. the title screen flies at their faces, and then like in reality, the audience, the audience is like collectively shits their pants. Right. <laughs> he writes stupid stuff like a McG script, you know, like. <laughs> like, like seriously, because, I, to, for the record, I don't know how McGee writes scripts. I'm just assuming I, I, that I that's can how see he that. Yeah. But yeah, the audience gasps as Alice is seemingly dead for the seventeenth time in the film. Like the no is one cares. Deeper as Michelle Rodriguez dies for the third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Wow. The I single think she's most be in deaths. The sixth one too, because she said at the end. Yeah, she's yeah because boring. they're going to need that a villain a other than a computer. <laughs> she's going to be the lieutenant of the Nazi zombies that are coming to kill... That are working for the she's, little girl. She's really, they were just meeting. That's that was shut down in the first movie, like, but inexplicably returned. We need to regroup! <laughs> it came back on. They're like a school of fish. Right? They're yeah. just going to form one, one big zombie that's like this. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. how they're going to make it across the you know, across Russia back to you know, the yeah, White and House. Yeah, i got to say, that was the coolest... Like jump cut ever when they're all they're in like their 
helicopter escaping, and he's like, good to have you back. Good to have you back. <laughs> and then they're all just, like, having their moment, and then all of a sudden they're strutting through, like, Call of Duty White House yeah. under siege, and I was like, what? And it wasn't even, like, a cheesy, like, 24 title at the bottom of Washington, D.C. Yeah. Or, like, or like a map, a zoom out of a map and helicopter flying. Which yeah, they had Indiana done Jones a billion times yeah. anyway. Yeah. All like, you get is that shot of the Capitol building. With boom, the we're here, with yeah. The, with the... And I was like, what? It's okay, and Alice is in Washington. There, that's all like, you need to know. I just hope that in the next one, if they're, if they're going to do, like, some sort of, not that I really care, but if they're going to do some sort of, like, all-out war thing, which is what they're tr- looks like they're trying to do. That's kind of the like it's the like obvious the choice, the obvious choice <laughs> for for a last installment or whatever. Like I hope that they at least like have some fun with it and realize that nobody cares at this point, and they should just make stuff blow up and make creatures that look awesome. Like just maybe, just throw everything from Resident Evil, just all like every monster that looks awesome, just throw them in there. Who cares at this point? Maybe like, at least give me something interesting to watch visually. I don't need to see a liquor for the eighteenth time. Like it's not cool. Got anymore. a giant liquor in this one. Who yeah. cares? Like there's. There are literally... Rick, back me up on this. There are, are like, books worth of monsters in those games. Yeah, that's true. A lot of which are cooler than the liquors, and none of them have been used. Like, where is my Bowie Kishwa? <laughs> uh, it flew at the camera at the end of this that one. Was a, no, that was a Kipapeo. Oh, I always mix them up. <laughs> I always... Bowie Kishwa was the little spy. Bowie Kishwa. Bowie Kishwa. Yeah, that's a Kipapeo. No. Kipapeo. Okay, Kipapeo also at the camera. But where are they? Give me those guys. I think they're all on the ground there. In the oh, my Kipapeo. Yeah. Yeah, some Kipapeo Bowie Kichwa action. Oh, Momoa. 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 Yeah, Jason Momoa should be in the next one. That's also... Why would you do that to him? Maybe I'll get the ending that I wanted out of Law Abiding Citizen and the movie's just going to end with a planet exploding because that's the only thing that would make (laughs) the movie worth seeing. That would be the redemption. Yeah, that's... The the retribution of this movie will be at the end of the next one when (laughs) Earth explodes. In the first five minutes, and then we just get, like, a black screen for the rest of the movie. And then, no, no, no. And then what else happens is that Umbrella sent out a probe to one of the exoplanets of another, like, galaxy, and the whole thing's happening again. Oh, oh no, a T-virus latched onto the satellite that went to the next planet. Or it's even dumber, and they just have a monster scream at the camera like they always do. Yeah. Yeah. What is the only thing that would... Just real quick, what is the only thing that would actually let you... Like get you guys into the theater for another one. The Rock. Raising my hand right now at The Rock. Okay. I, would, well, I would go see it. I don't even care how bad... Like, if The Rock was in it and he was, like, people elbowing, like... Like, monsters. Who, oh, who would The Rock Seriously, play? What if The Rock wrestled a liquor? Like, like arm wrestled a liquor? That'd be amazing. That's awesome. Who do you think The Rock would play in a Resident Evil franchise? Rock yeah, like the Rock. We're like trying to think of it, like the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. They should make the Rock Billy Cohen from Resident Evil Zero because <laughs> because Billy Cohen is like half Asian, which is nothing like the Rock, and he has a mullet, which would look awesome on the Rock. I I say yeah. go for it, and he's got stupid tribal tattoos like the That's, Rock. Yeah, so. okay. And yeah, then Billy you can shoehorn another character in there. But then you would have Billy Cohen being the coolest character in the entire Resident Evil franchise. I'm fine with it, or he should, he should just play the Rock. Like, yeah. literally, it should be, like, a Tom Petty cameo from The Postman. Does anybody remember that movie? Uh, like, Tom Petty shows up, and he's like, wait, are you? And he goes, shh. Like, I'm not Tom Petty, what are you talking about? Like, he plays Tom Petty in a post-apocalyptic world. The Rock should play The Rock after the apocalypse. <laughs> like, somebody should go, oh my god, are you the... Yeah. He goes, shh. Just call me Dwayne. No, no, they, they... Are you the... And then he does the eyebrow. He does the eyebrow. Yeah. What do you think? For Jabroni. those of you at home, I'm doing <laughs> the eyebrow. And then... And then Paul W. Jabroni. Paul W. S. Anderson can uh, throw like a, an M M&M and M at his peck, just like in Journey Two, in and 3D. Then pop it off. Come out in three D. No, he gets shot like 
Alice shoots him with a bullet and he bounces it off his peck <laughs> and it flies out and kills somebody else. Like they, they coordinate. Right. They team weight. Yeah, they team work. Uh, yeah. All right. There's All right. nothing that could give me to see another one. Uh, no, you're gonna remember that it's on record. It's recorded now. Yeah, I'm dragging. Like, so do you? We have record of this. This is recorded proof. Like the trailer for this one, even that I saw, I was like, that just looks stupid. But we should see it. If the only way I'll, I'll drag Willie to see another one is if the trailer comes out and it's nothing but just absolutely insanely hilarious, like GI Joe, over the top, just mayhem, and there's a bunch of awesome actors in it. Like, if they took a cue from something like that and threw, like, the rocket... If it was, like, Expendables with zombies, <laughs> I would consider it. If it was, like, the confirmed final, we're never doing another entry in this franchise, uh, I guarantee I it. Know. Paul yeah. W.S. Anderson, no, like, if, like if leaps Anderson, off the like, Empire State yeah, Building if, after, if he, he, after he, like, this comes out. he, had to prove it, and he's, like, he, on public TV, he, he, like, killed himself, which I'm not saying I want him to. <laughs> no, no, we are <laughs> no, not endorsing this. No, like, if... if he was like, he was like, look, I'm gonna prove to you that this is the last one, and he like offed himself. I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs> this sounds so morbid. I don't want him to die. Understand. I'm just saying, like, like if if he like, there was if, no way they could make another one. I would go I see. He's it. gonna shoot himself. Yeah. If if this was the the 100 guaranteed end, like, yeah, if if. The entire cat, the entire production team got like pulled into another dimension. Um, <laughs> God brought them to make more movies. No, God, God sent, the, God sent them to to hell yeah, to, to because that's where the movies, <laughs> that's that's where the movies belong. Uh, then yeah, I would I would see the last one and I would hope that we could have a good crowd to just go and just, yeah, just make like, fun of it. I'm a pretty firm believer in the idea of watching. I mean, I'm a pretty harsh critic of, of shit that I think is bad. I will, I will totally condemn it. But I'm a pretty firm believer in the idea of, like, watching, like, cheesy, like, lower-grade stuff. Like, I keep referencing G.I. Joe just because it's, like, the perfect example. It's not a good movie, but it's it knows what it is, and it's... It's a fun movie. It's totally silly, yeah, and it's fun to watch just because it's goofy. And that's kind of the way I was hoping this one was going to be. That's the way the fourth one kind of was. And I was hoping this one would be that way. And it totally wasn't. It's actually just straight up a bad movie. Yeah. So I I can't even endorse it on any level. You can YouTube the opening sequence. Do we even bother giving it like an anything out of ten no. rating at this juncture? Oh, zero. No. Okay. Oh. All right. We're at forty-seven minutes, so I think that's more than enough time. Any spent. any final final thoughts on Resident Evil from anybody? It was bad. I would see the next one. <laughs> Same. I'll go with Rick and see the troll. next one. Troll. The ultimate troll. <laughs> All right. Called my friend actually suggested you should go on public television and <laughs> execute yourself. All your That's one of those times where you show. start saying something and then you realize how bad it sounds. Guys, this is the podcast where we get popular because somebody's going to listen and say that we want Paul W.S. Anderson dead and then it's just going to explode. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I want to be known for that, but yeah, we just I mean, I'll take it. He's edited yeah. on stuff I've said on all the other podcasts, so it's fine. Yeah, I, should we make like an official for the record? We do not authorize the death of Paul. No, don't God, no. say I want him dead. The no. views of, uh, the views of <laughs> Willie, the views of Willie do not reflect the views of the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast or the Midwest Podcast Network. Uh, Necessarily, I don't want yeah, him dead. Yeah. I just want him to stop making these movies. That's it's okay. All. He's gonna move on to ruin uh, Metal Gear Solid like, next. Whoa, 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 whoa! It's not whoa, official, whoa, whoa, but it'll happen. 
That's the oh, okay. Well. I do endorse it. Actually, I do endorse <laughs> Willie's snakes. Snake's going to become a woman. Snake is going to be no, no. Snake's going to be Mila Jovovich is gonna is just gonna pop in. She's snakes, gonna be Alice. You bet your ass. Alice son. She's gonna be <laughs> Alice son, and Snake's gonna be like. Hey, what, what if that's the cliffhanger at the end of the next Resident Evil? Is like she shows up and she's like on a, like a radio thing. She's not a code. She's talking to Colonel Campbell. <laughs> I'm I'm. I'm, I, I'm, I would I'm go to extreme right measures. Now, if, I if can't Paul say. Gets the gig, if he's as a directing out of your side, you can bet your ass she'll be Meryl. She will. Oh, she'll totally be Meryl, and Snake will die by the end of the first. Sna- movie. Snake's gonna die by the opening credits, and Meryl's gonna be back Val flipping vengeance. over Metal Gear. It's gonna snap its neck. She's Kojima's... gonna be fighting twenty Metal Gears <laughs> with 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 <laughs> chains and a single pistol. And she's gonna kill them all, and Infinite she's gonna get injected with fox dye and become a superhuman. And <laughs> I'm probably, I'm probably gonna cry myself to sleep if that, if that, that happens happened, every night. If that happened, forever. Kojima would probably just commit Harakiri and kill himself. He would do dishonor. Wow, not only kill a lot of people. No, no, no. Like this is that's if, if if the Metal Gear Solid movie is is that horrible, then he would probably just, just do a, an honor, honor yeah. for his franchise. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Alright, anyway. We're way we're off topic wrap it now. Up. Uh, thanks to at Mr. John on Twitter, my brother, for any music and artwork associated with the podcast. Uh, I'll have links to the people who have Twitter accounts here uh, so you can follow them, all you listeners out there that have Twitter accounts. And then uh, feedback can go to feedback at midwestfilmers.com. And uh, don't go watch this movie. I'm Alex. Nick. Willie. Go, Joe. Rick. And go watch a movie that's not this one. Kyle XY, next episode. Yeah, Kyle XY next time. We'll do, we'll do a bonus episode of Kyle XY next week. We promise. Yep. Alright, we'll see you guys later.